praise you, we exalt you, Lord. We're hungry, Lord Jesus. Your word is food for our souls, Lord Jesus. It's the bread of life, Lord. It's the bread of life, Lord. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of your mouth, Lord. Not just your word, but your voice is what we want to hear, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for speaking, Lord. Thank you for the anointing you brought in this place. In Jesus' En el nombre de Jesús. Amen. 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 You can be seated. Puedes sentarse. I have some flyers I want to pass out real quickly. If somebody can help me. This is just a little. I passed something out similar to this a few years ago. Quisiera repartir los panfletos. Alguien que me los dio hace unos años atrás. And, you know, we oftentimes make, make reading the Bible and prayer time like such a mountain we've got to climb up and it's like well it's so hard to do it and most of the time it's because we think well to even begin reading the Bible we have to read so much and we're so far behind how are we ever going to do it but that's If we just take it one step at a time, God's grace and presence will help us along the way. And something that uh, I thought was kind of interesting, if, if you kind of calculate here, and this is just a simple way of thinking about it, but if you were to read the Bible out loud, I want you to realize it's not going to take that long to read it as you might think. Digamos, leyeras la Biblia en alto, o sea, no va a tomarte tanto como que tal vez creerías que fuera. If you read the Bible, if it takes you five minutes to read one page, and believe me, that is very, very slow. Y te tomaría quizás un minuto para leer una página, y créame de que eso es, digamos, despacio. I'm sure most of you could read the page at least out loud, just reading it word after word, for, at least within three minutes' time. But let's say it took you five minutes. Y digamos que quizás la mayoría pudieran leerla quizás en tres minutos, pero digamos que nos toma cinco minutos leerla. You'd only have to read about 15 minutes a day just 15 minutes and you'd be able to read the whole Bible through in one year's time. That's not too bad, is it? Just 15 minutes of reading a day. If you can read it a little faster, you can just 10 minutes a day, you can read the whole Bible in one year. Y si lo puedes leer más rápido que sea 10 minutos al día y puedes leer la Biblia completa al año. So I was just putting some numbers together myself. I like to do whatever I can. Whether that encourages you, I don't know, but it encourages me to get into the Word and study it. Y bueno, no sé si eso te anima, pero algo que me anima a mí y uh, just to get in the Word and read it. Just read it. Just a few minutes each day. And let God bring the life that we need. Now what we've been sharing, if, uh, what we've been sharing the past uh, weeks, and we're going to try to finish up today, we've been sharing about God's Word and different titles in the Bible of God's Word. Lo que hemos estado compartiendo y quizás podamos terminar hoy acerca de las diferentes expresiones, títulos que encontramos en la Palabra de Dios. And different scriptures that go along with that. Hebrews 1.3 says it's the word of His power. Diferentes escrituras también como en Hebreos a 1.3 la llama la Palabra de su poder. And that refers, and we understand that, that God's Word is creative. Y entendemos de que su Palabra es creativa. It's not just any book. No es simplemente un libro. In fact, I'd rather, rather than call it the Word of God, we could call it the voice of God. Y más me gustaría 
deberíamos de referirnos a la palabra de Dios, referirnos a la voz de Dios. He speaks. Porque él habla. Psalms 29 says the voice of the Lord is majestic. Salmo 29 dice que la voz de Dios es majestuosa. That's the word of God. Esa es la palabra de Dios. Another expression for God's word is the word of faith. Otra expresión encontramos en la palabra de fe. It's called the word of faith. It brings faith. Faith cannot, there, there can be no faith unless we first hear God's word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's called the word of grace. And with each of these different expressions, we're asking ourselves questions. Uh, for instance, for the word of the power, do we tremble at God's word? Are we receiving God's word with faith? The title given to God to the Bible as the word of grace. The question is, are we receiving it? Is it more important to us than our necessary food? En la palabra de, su, de, de gracia, nos preguntamos si realmente la recibimos como más que quizá nuestra comida, comida necesaria. In other words, when you wake up in the morning, is the first thing you think about is coffee and a piece of toast or God's word? En otras palabras, despertarnos en la mañana, ¿qué es lo primero que pensamos? Quizá nuestro café y una, un pan tostado o, qué, o la palabra de Dios. That's one way to look at it, right? Y podría ser una manera de pensarlo. Word of righteousness. La palabra de justicia. See, something about God's word is its holiness, its righteousness. Algo de la palabra de Dios es su justicia, su santidad. And it's so different than the way we think. Y es muy diferente como pensamos nosotros. So the question we ask ourselves is, in studying God's word and getting to know God's word, is something changing in us or not? Y nos preguntamos que sin estudiar su palabra, leer su palabra, si hay algo que está cambiando en nosotros o no. Or do we still think and act the same way we always have? O aún pensamos, aún actuamos quizás de manera que pensamos nosotros como creemos. The word of truth. La palabra de verdad. It's a sharp two-edged sword. Una espada de dos filos. It's called the sword of the spirit, the word of truth. Llamada la espada del espíritu, la palabra de verdad. And the question we ask ourselves there was, do we really appreciate conviction from God's word? Y nos preguntamos si en verdad apreciamos convicción de la palabra de Dios. Do we appreciate conviction? Apreciamos convicción. Or is it something we run and hide from like Adam and Eve did? O es algo que vamos y nos escondemos como hizo Adán y Eva. The third, uh, sixth rather, uh, understanding of God's word is called the word of patience. Many times when God speaks, it doesn't happen right away, does it? It takes a while. How many still believe? How many of you really still believe after all these years? How many of you still believe Jesus is coming back. ¿Cuántos aún creen, aún después de estos años, creen de que Jesús viene de nuevo? But I, but you believed that ten years ago. Pero creíste atrás. Do you still believe that, Sister Jenny? Creemos eso aún, hermana Jenny. He still believes coming back. Aún crees que el Señor viene? I mean, you've been saved for a long time, and you still believe that? Has sido salvo por tantos años, aún no cree? His promises are true. Sus promesas son verdad. You see, one day is with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. Un día con el Señor son como mil años, y mil años para el Señor es como un día. God's time is different than us. El tiempo de Dios es diferente al nuestro. If you think about that, y si pensamos en eso, see, uh, one day is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. Un día, mil años, y mil años es un día. It's only been two days since Jesus rose from the dead. Quizás solamente ha sido dos días desde que Jesús resucitó de los muertos. But he's coming back soon. Pero Él va a venir pronto. And many of His promises that He gives us. Muchas de sus promesas que nos da. Revelation 3.10 it says hold, because you held the word because you're still holding on to the word of my patience I'm going to keep you, you see? 
So when God speaks and his promises, sí, cuando Dios habla sus promesas, many times those very promises test and try us. Muchas veces esas promesas nos prueban. Paul's Paul's confession was he was obedient to the heavenly vision. La confesión de Pablo fue de que fue obediente a la visión celestial. But the final one that we want to look at today in a little bit more detail is this. Y la última expresión que queremos ver hoy con más detalle es la es It's the word of life. La palabra de vida. Look with me in Philippians chapter 2. This is the reference that we're using for this expression here. Philippians chapter 2. And I think it goes right along with what God was speaking to us already today. So uh, I don't want to be redundant, but I want to rather confirm that this is what God wants us to understand. Veamos en Filipenses 2. Creo que va en línea con lo que hemos visto ya hoy. Solamente quiero quizás que lo podamos confirmar hoy. I'm very thirsty today. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 16 Paul says holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain neither labored in vain the word of God is not just something written down la palabra de Dios no es algo simplemente escrito. The word of God is the word of life. Su palabra es palabra de vida. God demonstrated that by sending his own son Jesus to be to take upon flesh and blood. Dios lo demostró mandando a su hijo para que tomara sobre sí carne y sangre sobre sí mismo. Did Jesus live out the entirety of God's word? Vivió Jesucristo enteramente la palabra de Dios? Of course he did. Claro. Because he is the word. Porque él es la palabra. Jesus is the word of God. Jesús es la palabra de Dios. In Spanish it's the verb of God. En español leemos el verbo de Dios. The action word. He is the living word of God. La palabra activa es la palabra viva de Dios. And when he came and took upon flesh and blood. Cuando él vino y tomó sobre sí sangre y carnes. God proved to us. Dios nos probó. That yes, it's possible. Que sí es posible to live this way. Vivir de esta manera. If you look with me real quickly, and, and, and I want to show you what the Antichrist really is. Y si vemos, quiero que mostrarles lo que en verdad es el Anticristo. In 1 John chapter 4. En 1 Juan capítulo 4. The Antichrist. Now we know that there will be a single man called the Antichrist. Sabemos de que va a haber un hombre llamado a sí mismo el anticristo. And uh, who will uh, be like a, a world leader at some point in time after after Christ takes his church out of this world. Quien será como un líder mundial ¿no? en algún punto cuando quizás Cristo regrese y tome su iglesia. And he will be he's referred to as the Antichrist. Y a él se refiere como el anticristo. He'll be empowered by Satan himself. Que será recibirá su poder del mismo Satanás. And there'll be great deception during those years of great tribulation. Y habrá gran engaño en esos años de la tribulación. But what we read about in the Bible is that even now, lo que leemos en la Biblia es que aún ahora, there's a spirit of antichrist. Hay un espíritu de anticristo. That's at work. Que trabaja ya. Even now, aún ahora, there's a spirit of antichrist. Hay un espíritu de anticristo. That's at work. Que está ya obrando. And here John helps us to understand how to identify a spirit of antichrist. Juan aquí nos ayuda a entender cómo puede identificar ese espíritu de anticristo. It's easy to see it in the world, isn't it? You can see everything that's against Christ. Es fácil verlo en el mundo, no es fácil ver todo lo que es contra Cristo. You can see all the government decisions for for abortion and the perverted things they per permit nowadays. Podemos ver todas las decisiones del gobierno que han hecho con, como por el aborto y todas las cosas que han, de, han, han impuesto hoy en día. It's clear to see the spirit of antichrist in the world around us. Claro ver el espíritu de anticristo en el mundo alrededor nuestro. But many times we can't 
identify it when it's a spirit attacking you and me. Pero muchas veces no podemos identificarlo cuando es un espíritu que te ataca a ti y a mí. Because it comes at us on a religious level. Porque viene sobre nosotros a un nivel religioso. And we, we can't see it. No podemos verlo. We can't understand it. No lo entendemos. We don't recognize it. No lo reconocemos. You see? And in 1 John 4, he says, this is how you can understand if it's a spirit of Antichrist or not. Y en 1 Juan 4 nos dice... ¿Cómo podemos reconocer si un espíritu de Cristo no? He says first of all in 1 John chapter 4 verse 1, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Go ahead. Verse 1, eh? yeah. uh, verso 1 capítulo 4 dice, amados, no creáis a todo espíritu sino sino um, probados espíritus si son de Dios porque Muchos falsos profetas han salido por el mundo. Right. Don't listen to everything. No escuches todo. Don't listen to everyone. No escuches a, a todo. Learn to discern the difference. A, the Bible says. Aprende dice la Biblia a discernir. One of the gifts of the Spirit is so important for us, even in our own personal lives, and that's the gift of discerning of spirits. No lo don del Espíritu que es tan importante aún para nosotros ese don de discernimiento. It's easy to discern it in other people. Es Fácil discernirlo en otras personas. Pero a menudo no podemos discernir en nuestra vida. And he goes on and explains now in verse two. Y continúa explicando en el verso 2. Says hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Pero dice que en esto conoced el espíritu de Dios. Todo espíritu que confiesa que Jesucristo es venido en carne es de Dios. In, ver in, in verse 3. In verse 3, and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. Y este es el de Now it, it, it seems pretty simple right there. Uh, some people just take it for face value what he's saying. But it's more than just believing that Christ came 2,000 years ago. That's not exactly what John is saying here. How many at least here today believe that Jesus Christ came 2,000 years ago in the flesh. I think actually even historians that don't believe in God, they believe that there was a Jesus Christ that came. But this word where it says Jesus Christ is come Ha venido en carne. That expression, he has come, also means has come and is still coming. Esa expresión denota de que ha venido y aún sigue viniendo. Yeah, now what does that mean? ¿Qué, qué nos dice eso? It's, what's, it's, a tense, it's a tense in grammar that's perfect present and el, perfect past. Perfecto. Yeah, both. Y pasado también. Yeah. He came vino, and he's coming. Y viene. How does that work? ¿Cómo, cómo es eso? Well, it's Jesus Christ bueno, Jesucristo being made manifest in our flesh. Hecho manifiesto en nuestra carne. Jesus Christ is the Word made flesh, right? Jesucristo es el verbo hecho carne. And that Word was made flesh 2,000 years ago. Y ese verbo fue hecho carne 2,000 años atrás. But what is the Word trying to do now in us? Pero qué trata el, el verbo, la palabra de hacer en nosotros ahora? Trying to take on flesh and blood through our lives. Trata de tomar sangre y carne a través de nuestra vida. Amen. Amen. He wants to live through us now. 
quiere vivir ahora a través de nosotros. Paul prayed for the Galatians. Pablo oró por los Galatas. That was a church that, that there was no apparent sin in that church at all. Una iglesia en la que no había aparentemente un pecado. It seemed they were very religious. Parece que eran muy religiosos. They, they, there was the other churches that Paul wrote to, like the Corinthians, they had horrible problems there. Otras iglesias que Pablo escribió como los Corintios tenían cosas horribles. In the Corinthian ahí. church, they were, they were, when they would come and take the Lord's table, they would start fighting with each other. Los Corintios cuando tomaban de la cena del Señor aún empezaban a pelear unos con otros. In the Corinthian church, there was fornication. Entre los Corintios encontrábamos fornicación. There was horrible things happening. Cosas horribles sucediendo. The Galatian church, we don't see any evidence of that at all. Con la iglesia de los Galatas no vemos evidencia de tales cosas. And yet Paul wrote in a more stern way to them than he did to the other churches. Sin embargo, Pablo escribió a ellos de una manera más seria que a una iglesia de Corintios. He says, I'm in doubt of you. I'm in doubt of you. He says, I fear for you. When he wrote to the Corinthian church, he says, I have hope in God for you. I believe even your God's going to perfect you, he said. But to the Galatians, he said, I'm afraid for you. Because what had happened, what had happened there is this. Lo que había es esto. They had learned a form of Christianity. Que una forma de and they were holding on to different traditions and different things that they were doing now. Y de de they had all the outward signs of Christianity. But it was all in form and tradition. Pero era toda una forma, una it wasn't real. No había realidad. It wasn't real. No era real. It was all just taking on a form and a shape. Era todo tomar una forma, una it was artificial. Era artificial. It wasn't real anymore. No era real ya. And Paul says, I'm praying for you. Pablo dice, os, os oro por I'm travailing. I'm in birth pains and prayer no, for you. Oro con de parto por so that Christ might be formed in you. Para que Cristo pueda ser How is it possible for a church to, to have the appearance of all kinds of glorious religion and be totally empty of Christ? Because the spirit of Antichrist is coming. And every time you hear what God says, the spirit of Antichrist comes. That's not possible for you. Y se te dice eso no es posible para ti. Christ can't come in your flesh. Cristo no puede venir en tu carne. You can't do that. No, no puedes hacer That's eso. That's for someone else. Eso es para alguien That's más. for other Christians. Para otros cristianos. Or only Jesus could have done that. O solo Cristo pudo haber hecho tal cosa. You can't do that. Tú no puedes hacer eso. You can't eso. live that kind of a life. No puedes vivir este That's too vida. strict. That's too hard for you. Es muy difícil para ti. And we go on with the outward signs of religion. Y continuamos con estas señales externas de religión. But inside, pero adentro, is unbelief. Hay incredulidad. And doubt. Hay dudas. We have all the religious expressions. Tenemos todas las expresiones religiosas. <laughs> How you doing, brother? ¿Cómo está, hermano? Gloria a Dios. Victory. Victoria. But inside. Pero adentro. Doubt and unbelief. Dudas, incredulidad. It's all artificial. Todo artificial. That's what happened with the Galatian church. Eso pasó con los Galatas. John is saying in his letter. Y Juan en su carta dice. Learn to test the spirits. Que aprendamos a probar los espíritus. Learn to test yourself. A que aprendamos a probar nosotros mismos. See whether it's the real spirit of God there. Ya sea o no que sea el espíritu real de Dios ahí. Is there a hunger inside? Hay hambre adentro. To be like Jesus. De llegar a ser como Cristo. Is there a hunger inside? Tenemos esa hambre adentro. To want to be like Him. De querer ser como él. Or is our religion only? It only works when we're around other people. O nuestra religión simplemente obra o trabaja cuando están otras personas. 
Do you notice a change in your behavior when you get around other Christians? ¿Has notado quizás tu tu conducta el cambio cuando estás con otras personas? Let the Holy Spirit come. Dejemos que el Espíritu Santo venga. Peel off all the religion. Que quizás digamos que haga como que pele toda esa religión. And make us real. Y que nos haga real. It's called the Word of Life. Es llamada la palabra de vida. It's called the Word of Life. Es llamada la palabra just, de vida. Let me explain something here. There's something that's good for us to understand. I've taught it here before, but for those who maybe weren't here or haven't understood, you know, in the Old Testament there were two trees. Y quizás bueno que expliquemos algo que antes lo hemos visto ya y sería bueno quizás de que todos lo, lo vamos ahora. In the Old Testament there were two trees. En el Viejo Testamento encontrábamos dos árboles. One was the tree of knowledge. El árbol del conocimiento. And one was the tree of life. Y el árbol de vida. Which one were they allowed to eat from? De, de cuál se les fue permitido comer? Which tree were they allowed to eat from? De qué árbol se les era permitido comer? They were allowed to eat from the tree of life. Podían comer ese árbol de vida. The tree that they were not allowed to eat from. El árbol que no podían comer. Was the tree of knowledge. Era ese árbol de conocimiento. Which tree did man choose to eat from? De qué árbol escogió el hombre comerse? The tree of knowledge. El árbol del conocimiento. I'm, I'm shortening the word. It's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but that's the idea of just learning how to do things. Exacto, se llama el conocimiento del mal, no, pero simplemente la idea de aprender lo que es bueno y malo. Just learning how to do things. Sino simplemente aprender cómo hacer las cosas. See, so God did not want them to eat from that tree. Dios no quería que comiesen de ese árbol. He wanted them to eat from the tree of life. Quería que comiesen del árbol de la vida. Now, in the New Testament, en el Nuevo Testamento, there's two words for the word life. Y encontramos dos palabras para la, uh, la palabra vida. Right. Uh, one, the one word is suke. Una de las palabras es suke. That refers to soul life. O la vida del alma. Our natural life. Nuestra vida natural. Then there's the word zoe. Y la palabra también zoe. And the zoe refers to spiritual life. Zoe que se refiere a la vida espiritual. Eternal life. La vida eterna. The, in our soul, the function of our soul... Uh, Before we got saved, first thing we need to understand is that before we got saved, our soul was alive. Entendamos primero de que que antes de que fuéramos salvos nuestra alma estaba viva. What is the function of the soul? ¿Y qué es la función del alma? It's where our emotions are. Donde están nuestras emociones. Where our intellect is. Nuestro intelecto. It's where we make our decisions. Donde nuestras decisiones toman lugar. It's also where our conscience is. Y donde mi conciencia está. How many would agree with me that you had a conscience before you got saved? ¿Cuántos están de acuerdo de que tenías una conciencia antes de ser salvo? Is that right? You didn't. Sí. Get, it's something that we were born with. As little children, you see, you see the conscience in the little child. Es lo que nacemos con ella. Aún desde un niño chiquito. Lo miras, ¿no? That's what God created our soul with. Por eso, con, con eso es lo que Dios creó our nuestra, emotions, al, nuestra alma, nuestra emoción. Our decision making. Our, our way of thinking. Nuestra manera de pensar. That's all part of the soul of man. Todo eso es parte del alma del hombre. When God originally created Adam and Eve, there were three parts. Cuando Dios originalmente creó a Adán y Eva, tenían tres partes. Their body, el cuerpo, the soul, el alma. Then He breathed into their nostrils. Y, y sopló en sus narices él. That breath is, was his spirit, his breath. Ese aliento era su espíritu, ¿no? And man's spirit became alive. Y el espíritu del hombre cobró vida. That's something that animals don't have. Es algo que los animales no tienen. They have no spirit. No tienen espíritu. What is the what's the function of the spirit? ¿Cuál es la función del espíritu? That's where we we have fellowship with God. Es ahí donde tenemos comunión con Dios. God is a spirit. Dios es espíritu. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Y quienes lo adoran deben adorarlo en espíritu y en verdad. The function of the spirit is Fellowship with God. Y la función del espíritu es comunión con Dios. See Adam and Eve, they walk arm in arm with God in the garden. Right? Mano a mano con Dios 
Their, their spirit was alive to God. It was alive. Also, part of the spirit is function of the spirit is revelation. How many have ever read something in the Bible and made no sense to it? All of a sudden, maybe through the preaching or maybe your own time of reading. All of a sudden, a light went on inside, huh? ¿Cuántos han leído algo en la Biblia que no tenía sentido, que quizás a veces a través de la predicación o tú leyéndolo, just a light goes on. No, la luz se enciende. Well, I never saw that before. Y dices, nunca lo vi antes. I've read it a hundred times. Lo he leído cientos de veces. It's like that little scripture all of a sudden got legs and arms and hopped out of the page right inside your heart. Como esa escritura tomó piernas y brazos y saltó de la página y entró a tu vida. That's revelation. Eso es revelación. It doesn't matter how smart you are. No importa cuán inteligente seas. Doesn't matter how many how many degrees you've had in college or how well many times you've read the Bible revelation has nothing to do with our intellect. No importa cuántos títulos tengas o cuántas veces has leído la Biblia no tiene nada que ver con eso la revelación. When Jesus asked the disciples, Who do men say that I am? Cuando Jesús preguntó a los discípulos, ¿quiénes dicen los hombres que soy? What did Peter say? ¿Qué dijo Pedro? What did Peter say? ¿Qué contestó Pedro? You are the Christ. Tú eres el Cristo. The son of the living God. El, el hijo del Dios viviente. A light went on. Una luz encendida. I bet Peter jumped back and said, Was that me that said that? Seguro que Pedro dijo, ¿Fui yo que dijo eso? Where did that come from? ¿De dónde vino eso? It just came out of his mouth. Salió de su boca. And Jesus said, Flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you, Peter. Y eso que carne y sangre no te ha revelado tal Flesh, you didn't figure that out on your own, Peter. No lo, no lo entendiste en tú mismo, Pedro. You, you didn't get it all up here. My father revealed it to you. No lo has entendido aquí. Mi padre te lo ha revelado. That's revelation. Es revelación. And that happens only in our spirit. Y eso sucede solo en nuestro espíritu. When Adam and Eve sinned, cuando Adam y Eva pecaron, by eating of the tree of knowledge, comiendo del árbol del conocimiento, they chose that Esco over life. Escogieron eso en vez de la vida. And their spirit died. Y el espíritu de ellos murió. See, the devil was very was very smart. Y el diablo fue muy muy astuto. He knew that if he just if he mixed a lot of truth with a lie. Sabe que si mezcla bastante verdad con mentira, he could get man to eat it. Él puede hacer que el hombre coma. See, if I come to you with a big can of poison, I say, here you go, Wilfredo, want some poison to eat? <laughs> Yo creo que si vengo a Wilfredo con una lata de veneno, le digo, Wilfredo, come. You know, there's a skull and crossbones on the front, and it says poison, you'll die if you eat it. Here you go, Wilfredo, want some, Wilfredo? He's not going to eat it. Y hay abierta la lata de que 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 venenoso, no, Wilfredo no lo va a comer. The devil never comes and just says, here's some poison, eat it. Y el diablo nunca viene a decirte esto es veneno, cómelo. He takes a little bit of it. Él toma un poquito de ello. And he mixes it with all the truth. Y lo mezcla con todo lo que es verdad. You see, that's what he did with Adam and Eve. Así hizo con Adán y Eva. He said, did God say you couldn't eat from every tree? Preguntó, dijo Dios que podías comer de todo árbol. They said, well, we can eat from all the trees except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And because if we eat from that tree, we're going to die. Eve said. He said, "Well, you're not going to die." Now let me ask you something. Did they, you know, when God said you're going to die, He said, "In the day you eat of that tree, you will die." That's what God told Adam. Now you would think that if the moment Eve took that fruit, she'd go. And fall backwards and die right there. Did that? Did that happen to her? Did she cough two times and fall down dead? No, she didn't. Neither did Adam. They looked quite alive after. They had children after that. They were really alive. Right? Uh, uh, you know, so 
When Satan said, "You're not going to die," y cuando Satanás le dice, "No van a morir," he was mixing a little bit of truth, a little, little bit of a lie, mezclando un poco de uh, de mentira with truth, con verdad. Their their body and soul didn't die. Ah, el cuerpo, el alma de ellos no murió. But something else did die that Pero day. Pero algo más sí murió ese día. And that was their spirit. Y fue el espíritu. It died. Murió that same day. Ese mismo día. Satan went on tempting Eve. He, he said, he said, you know, God is just trying to keep something good away from you. Satanás procedió tentando a Eva, tentando a Eva diciendo, Dios simplemente está tratando de a uh, a uh, a uh, de retener algo bueno para ustedes. See, God knows y él dijo, Dios sabe that if you eat from that tree, que si comen de ese árbol, see, you're going to be like God. Que van a ser como Dios. Because you'll know good and evil. Porque sabrán el bien y el mal. Just like him. Como él. That was the main temptation he used. Y, era, y fue la, la principal tentación que You'll usó. You'll be like God. Seréis como Dios. Knowing good and evil. Conociendo el bien y el mal. Now what was in Adam and Eve's hearts? ¿Qué estaba en el corazón de Adam y Eva? Who was the only other person that they knew? ¿Quién era la única persona que conocían? Who was the only one that they wanted to be like? ¿Con quién realmente podían ser? God. Como quién podían ser? Dios. They wanted to be like God. Solo podían ser como Dios. They admired God. Admiraban they worshipped God. Adoraban a Dios. And here the devil says. Y el diablo le dice. You see, God, he doesn't want you to eat from that tree because if you do, you'll be like him. Y Dios le dijo a la serpiente no quiere que coma de ese árbol porque si lo hacen seréis como Dios. Now was he telling a lie there? Le dijo una mentira ahí. Not completely. No totalmente. Because even later on in chapter three we see where God says now they've become like one of us. Knowing good and evil. Sí, porque más adelante el capítulo 3 Dios dice ahora han llegado a ser como uno de nosotros conociendo del bien y del mal. That's why he put them out of the garden so they couldn't eat from the tree of life and live forever. Y por eso les sacó del del jardín y no podían comer del árbol de la vida. De vida. You can't eat of both trees. No puedes comer de ambos árboles. It's forbidden. You can't do it. Es prohibido. No se puede. You either eat of one or you eat of the other. O comes de uno o del otro. A man chose. To eat of the tree of knowledge. Y el hombre escogió comer del árbol del conocimiento. And the only way, y la única manera, that we could ever eat of the tree of life, que podemos comer del árbol de la vida, is by coming to the cross. Es si venimos a la cruz, seeing Jesus who died for us, viendo a Jesús que murió por nosotros, seeing Jesus who died in our place, viendo a Jesús que murió en nuestro lugar, and we die and are buried with Him. Y nosotros morimos, nos somos sepultados con él. So that now we can eat of the tree of life. Para ahora poder comer ese árbol de la vida. What I'm trying to show you today, though, is there's a real problem we have. Y lo que quiero mostrar hoy es que tenemos realmente un problema. We're so used to just trying to learn how to do things. Que estamos tan acostumbrados simplemente a aprender cómo hacer If las cosas. If we can cosas. just learn how to do it, we think we understand it all. Decimos si puedo aprender cómo hacerlo, bueno, todo está bien. We take so many of God's things here and we make it part of our soul instead of letting the Spirit bring life to us. Y tomamos muchas cosas aquí de la palabra y tratamos de aprenderlo en, en nuestra alma, ¿no? En vez de dejar que el Espíritu lo, 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 lo aprenda. And look with me in Hebrews 4, verse 12. Y vean conmigo también en Hebreos 4, verso 12. By the way, if you look at this one verse before, before that in John 12, 25. Si vemos también en Juan 12, Juan 12, 25. Here we see both words for life being used. I just wanted to show this so you understand the difference in the word of God. I put the, trans, the, the Greek translations next to it. He that loveth his life, suke, shall lose it. He that hateth his life, suke, in this world, shall keep it unto life eternal. That's Zoe. He said that aborrece su vida eh, o sea también su que nuevamente en este mundo 
dice la, la guardará hasta vida eterna que es la palabra Zoe right now that's important to understand because the only way we can get Zoe life y eso es importante porque la única manera que podemos obtener esa vida Zoe that's the life from the tree of life o sea la vida que emana del árbol de la vida the only way we can get Zoe life la única manera de obtener esa vida is by emptying ourselves out of Suke life es si nos, nos vaciamos nosotros mismos de esa vida suke. No fue quizás lo que Dios nos estaba hablando hoy acerca de vaciar nuestro vaso, nuestra copa. We can't have both in there. No podemos tener ambos ahí. We can't be the, enjoying both trees. No podemos estar disfrutando de ambos árboles. He says you, if you love your suke life, dice que si amas tu vida suke, you won't have any zoe life in you. No entonces no tendrás esa vida if you zoe. Hate your, your suke life. Así si odias esa vida suke, then you'll receive zoe life. Entonces recibirás esa vida zoe. It is so difficult to discern the difference between our own soul and spirit. Esta tan difícil discernir la diferencia entre nuestro propio a nuestra alma y nuestro espíritu. A, we, but we need part of spiritual growth is learning to discern the difference. Pero parte del crecimiento espiritual es aprender a discernir la diferencia. So often when we're, our emotions are all pumped up and we're all excited about things and maybe the emotions of others are moving us forward, we think, oh, that's life, that's life. Y a menudo cuando estamos tan emocionados cuando estamos tan llenos de vida quizás la emoción de alguien más de que nos uh, uh, hace movernos o sea creemos de que eso es, es la vida que, que eso es, es We think that's life. creemos que eso es vida ¿no? Then it dies out. pero después muere it wasn't life. no era vida it wasn't Zoe. no it era just, Zoe it was just suke life. era simplemente esa vida suke it was suke. era simplemente it was esa vida soul suke. Life. It was emotions. era el nivel del alma emocional ¿y cuántos saben que Dios es emocional? no, no, no es decir de que las emociones son malas God is emotional. Dios es emocional He's more emotional than any of us. está más emocional que cualquiera de nosotros ¿cuántos sabemos de que Dios Baila. Does God dance? Baila Dios. Says he will rejoice over me with joy. Dice que se regocijará sobre ti con He will dance gozo. over me with singing. Y que danzará sobre ti con con canto. So it's not that we're saying we got to get rid of emotions. So That's no not right at all. Tenemos que deshacernos de las emociones, ¿no? Porque tenemos que así. The difference is that our spirit leads our emotions. Es que nuestro espíritu guía nuestras emociones. Our spirit leads our emotions. Nuestro espíritu guía las emociones. See, not our soul leading our body. No, nuestra alma guiando nuestro cuerpo. Some people only serve God when they feel like it. Algunos solo sirven a Dios cuando When someone's saying thank you, thank you, and giving them titles they can walk around with. Oh, then they want to serve God. Entonces, si a Dios. As long as everybody can see what I'm doing, then I'll serve God. But that's all. That, that's not real life. That's artificial. And the moment you're by yourself, no one else watching, it's not there anymore. How many know what I'm talking about? And, and it's, but it's so hard for us to discern that. Es tan difícil poder discernirlo. It's so hard. Es tan difícil. The, the Bible says this in Hebrews 4:12. Y en la Biblia en Hebreos 4:12 nos dice. For the word of God is quick and powerful. Dice que la palabra de Dios es viva y poderosa. And sharper than any two-edged sword. Y más filosa que cualquier espada de dos filos. And what does it pierce? Y qué es lo que atraviesa? What does that sharp sword come and slice apart? Qué es lo que esa espada filosa viene a a a dividir tan tan. You know that the scalpel that a surgeon uses. 
the scalpel, the knife. El, el bisturí, ¿no? Que un, un cirujano usa. It's not a big, thick knife. <laughs> no es un cuchillo enorme, ¿no? How many have knives at home that you can cut chicken bones with? ¿Cuántos tienen cuchillos en su casa de que pueden cortar huesos de pollo con él? Or a machete that you, you know you cut down grass or weeds with. Para cortar quizá la hierba. I mean, that's made of pretty thick metal. Ahora eso es un metal grueso, ¿no? But a scalpel is not made like that. Pero un bisturí no es así. A scalpel is for getting down into delicate areas and making a very sharp incision without damaging, without uh, into areas that only that knife can go. Este bisturí es para llegar a áreas delicadas, sensitivas, no para hacer una incisión bien delicada, no so, on, donde no puede cualquier otro cuchillo hacerlo. It's very thin. It's a very thin piece of metal. Es, es un metal muy delgado. And a hand of that surgeon has to be so precise. Now they're using computers and laser technology that's even thinner than that than that uh, metal. Y esa mano del cirujano tiene que ser tan cuidadoso, ¿no? Y ahora aún con la tecnología es aún más fino todavía. And uh, but the, the fact is this is that what the Hebrews is telling us is that we can't divide, we can't tell the difference ourselves. Pero lo que en hebreo nos dice es que nosotros no podemos dividir o, o aún the only way we can find out the difference is through the word of God la única manera de encontrar la diferencia a través de la palabra de Dios only the word can divide and show us the difference between soul and spirit solo la palabra puede dividir y mostrar la diferencia entre alma y espíritu one way to understand spiritual growth is this una manera de entender el crecimiento espiritual es we understand better and better entendemos mejor y mejor the difference la diferencia between ourselves Entre nosotros, and the grace of God. Y la de Dios. We understand better and better mejor y mejor the difference la diferencia between His life entre su vida and our suke life. Y nuestra vida suke. We're understanding better and better más y mejor the difference la diferencia between our spirit entre and our soul. Y nuestra alma. The only way we can come to that point is when we put ourselves on the altar. That's when we can begin to really hear God speak. That's when the word of God becomes the word of life. Now, just reading the Bible, you can read the Bible a hundred thousand times. You can have it memorized. No solamente leer la Biblia, la puedes leer cientos de veces, ¿no? Y puedes memorizarla. But it won't be life for you. Pero no va a ser vida para ti. Unless God makes it life. A menos que Dios lo haga vida. I bet that's the reason why a lot of us sometimes don't even want to pick it up and read it. Maybe we've read it and we just didn't get anything out of it, and we say, "Well, what's the purpose of reading it?" Seguro que por eso muchos no quieren muchas veces leerlo porque lo han hecho antes, no recibieron nada de ella. Entonces, ¿para qué? But we we need to spend time in the word. Getting used to it. You know the best example is Samuel. I just want to show you this one. We won't have time to share everything I wanted to share today, but let's look at 1 Samuel, this little boy. 1 Samuel chapter 3. I want to show you something so precious in this story. In 1 Samuel chapter 3. You see, Samuel was... Uh, Hannah and her and her husband they couldn't have children. And Hannah cried and wept. Y Ana, su madre, lloró Now, the priest in that day, his name was Eli. Y el, el en ese era Eli. Anybody know anything about Eli? That priest? Ever read about him? He was very fat. Era, era un gordo. He was fat. Era gordo. 
I don't know if that was his whole problem, but that was one of his problems. Ahora, yo no sé si era su problema, no ese, pero... <laughs> In fact, that's how he died. <laughs> Murió por ser gordo. That's how he died. He was too fat. He was so fat. Y era tan gordo. That when he, you know, at a certain point in time, something scared him. He fell off, fell off his chair, broke his neck and died. He was so fat. You got that? Yeah, era tan gordo, ¿no? Que una vez, bueno, algo lo asustó, ¿no? Y se cayó de su silla... Y al caer se Just quebró su nuca ¿no? y murió. So fat that he fell off his chair and, and broke his neck. I mean that's pretty that's pretty fat. Right? Ahí por por ser gordo así cayó de la silla no y entonces él murió. That wasn't his real problem. His real problem is that he didn't know God anymore. Pero no fue realmente ese su problema. Su problema era que ya no conocía a Dios. He was a priest. Era el sacerdote. He was the priest that was in charge of the ministry in that day. Era el sacerdote que estaba a cargo de los de todo el ministerio en ese día. He was performing all the rituals of religion. Él llevaba a cabo todos los, los rituales de, de la religión. And, and just going through all the motions of it. Y quizá yendo por todas las emociones. Going through all the motions of his rituals and religion. Todas las emociones de su religión. Everybody came to him for spiritual advice and he gave out, I guess he must have had it all worked out in his mind what he was going to say to each one because he didn't know God's word anymore. Y todos venían a él por consejo espiritual, ¿no? Y él quizá ya sabía qué decirle a todos porque en verdad él ya no conocía más la palabra de Dios. You know, I can't understand people that think they're counselors. I can't figure that one out. I can't understand people that think they're counselors. Yo no entiendo a veces personas que creen de que son consejeros. I can't even understand going to going taking a course in how to be a counselor. I can't understand that. Ni aún puedo entender quizá tomar un curso para ser consejero tampoco. I mean, you can learn how to say all the right things and use the right cliches in talking to people. That doesn't make you a counselor. Puedes aprender a decir quizá las cosas buenas y palabras bonitas, no, pero eso no te eso no te hace un counselor. There's only one counselor I know. That's the that's Jesus. Y solo hay un consejero que yo conozco y ese es Jesús. And the, the best way I can serve him is not by becoming a counselor for him but by hearing what he's saying. La mejor manera yo puedo servirle no llegar a ser un consejero sino de oír lo que él dice. And Eli didn't hear the word of God. He didn't even know the word of God. Y Eli no, no conocía no oía la palabra de Dios. First Samuel chapter 3 Eli was the priest and it says here the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli and in front of Eli. Verse 1 Verse 1 Dice de que el joven Samuel ministraba a Jehová en presencia de Eli. What I was saying about Hannah is that they, she she was praying one day to uh, she was she went to the temple and she was just poor. I mean she was she was on her knees and she was weeping and crying and calling out upon the Lord, Lord, I want to have a child. I want to have a child. Y un día Ana estaba en el templo y, y llorando amargamente imploraba a Dios de que le diera un hijo. And let me show you how this professional man of God, Eli. Uh, he had no discernment at all. This woman down there, she's weeping and pouring out her soul before God. And Eli sees her, he goes, What are you doing drunk in the house of God? Get out of here. Now she didn't get all upset at him. She didn't say, Who do you think you are talking to me like that? No. That's, what, that's what we would probably do, but she didn't do it. She says, She's ah, your servant, your handmaiden's not, not, not drunk. But I'm pouring out my soul. And I want an answer from God. And Eli says, "Oops, I'm sorry, wrong counsel. Let me look in the book again, find out something else." He says, "Okay, your prayers be answered, my my, my child." <laughs> your prayers, and I don't know how, but God answered. I don't. 
wasn't because of Eli, but God answered her prayers. No fue por Eli, pero sus oraciones fueron respondidas. And she had, she had a child named Samuel. Tuvo este hijo ella, Samuel. Now Samuel, they were so happy to have Samuel. Y estaban tan contentos de tener a Samuel. That they sent Samuel to actually live in the temple. Que enviaron a Samuel. But no, there was no temple then. It was just a, uh, a tabernacle at that time. Que viviera en el tabernáculo en ese tiempo. Yeah, and, and he, he sent Samuel to actually live there. Samuel vivía ahí. Now this priest was messed up. Ahora este sacerdote era un desorden. Fatter than anything. Gordo. Couldn't hear the word of God. No podía oír la palabra de Dios. Didn't know how to counsel people. No podía aconsejar a nadie. His own sons were in sin and he wouldn't even correct them. Sus propios hijos estaban en pecado y él lo corregía. And yet these people sent their son to live with Eli. Y sin embargo los padres de Samuel enviaron a vivir con Eli. So it says here in 1 Samuel chapter 3 verse 1 that the child Samuel's ministering unto the Lord before or in front of Eli. Dice que Samuel ministraba a Jehová en frente o en presencia de Eli. Now one thing we do need to understand is that even though Eli was totally messed up. Y algo que hay que entender es que aunque Eli estaba subido en desorden, ¿no? He did have God's authority to be priest. Tenía la autoridad de Dios como sacerdote. I'm going to understand authority. ¿Cuánto entendemos esa autoridad? Right? I mean, he was messed up. Y él era un lío, ¿no? I mean, they could write columns and columns about Eli in the local newspaper. Podían quizás escribir columnas y columnas en el periódico acerca de Eli. But he was still the priest. Pero era el sacerdote. He was still the priest. Aún era el sacerdote. In a, in, a, in a place of authority, that's where he was. En un lugar de autoridad, y ahí estaba. And what's precious, y lo que es precioso, is that Samuel, as a little child, he, he didn't see all those faults in Eli. Es que Samuel, como un joven pequeño, no miraba todas esas faltas he en Eli. He served this big fat priest that didn't know God, where he served Eli as unto the Lord. And it says, in the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no more vision. Says that Eli uh, came to pass at that time that when Eli was laid down in his place, his eyes began to grow dim that he could not see. Y dice que aconteció un día que estando Eli acostado en el aposento, cuando sus ojos comenzaban a oscurecerse de modo que no podía ver. Right. Now, Samuel's lying down in front of the ark of God. Y Samuel está recostado en frente del arca de Dios. Sleeping in front of the ark. Está durmiendo en frente del arca. And all of a sudden he hears a voice. Y escucha una voz. The Lord called Samuel. El Señor llamó a Samuel. And he and Samuel answered. Y Samuel le respondió. Here am I. Aquí estoy. And what does it say that Samuel did in verse 5? What's it say that he did? ¿Qué dice el verso 5 que Samuel hizo? What did he do right away? ¿Qué hizo inmediatamente? What did he do? Verso 5. He said, here, who did he go to? ¿A quién fue? He ran to Eli. Corrió a Eli. Now, just think for a minute what that means, what that tells us. Pensemos qué significa eso, qué nos dice. The voice that Samuel heard la voz que Samuel escuchó to Samuel para Samuel sounded like Eli. Sonó como Eli. You think God did that on purpose? I think so. I mean, if it had been some Samuel, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure Samuel would have known that it wasn't Eli calling him. Whatever voice Samuel heard, it sounded just like Eli's voice. Why did God do that? Because he saw this little child in obedience to Eli. Eli's 
sleeping on his bed. Llegó a Eli, Eli estaba roncando en su cama. And, 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 uh, and he says, Eli, here I am, you called me, says Samuel. Eli dijo, Eli, acá estoy, me llamaste. He says, I, I didn't call you, go, go back and lie down. Él dijo, no te he llamado, regresa. And he rolls over in his bed. Y se dio vuelta en su cama. Samuel says, well, guess I was here. And he went and laid down. Y Samuel as soon as he laid down he heard the voice again and it says Samuel arose in verse 6 and he ran to Eli again he says, Eli here I am why is he doing that because to him he had served Eli as unto the Lord okay Eli says, oh, come on, kid, go back to bed. See, I'm tired. And he rolled over again. Please look at verse 7 with me, okay? This is a key. This is a key in this story. It says, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Do you understand that? Now, now I know that when we talk about being born again we say well now I know the Lord I didn't know him now now I know him we mean that means born again now I know him but it's more complicated than that how many would agree with me right now that there's many things about the Lord that you still don't know there's still things we don't know there's still aspects of the Lord that we don't know yet. So this whole story is progressive for us. So Samuel said, didn't yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord revealed to him. Well, thank God, God didn't give up. Gracias a Dios que yo no sé, yo por vencido. Eli should have had the discernment the very first time. Eli debió haber tenido el discernimiento de la primera vez. Verse 8. The Lord called Samuel again the third time. Sé que Jehová llamó a Samuel por tercera vez. Samuel arose, went straight to Eli. He doesn't give up, does he? Samuel se levantó y vino a Eli. No se nada por vencido. I mean, a third time you'd think, well, I don't want to bother that man again. This is getting ridiculous. And he could have just sat there and rationalized the whole thing out and said, well, I've got to be hearing voices and laid back down. But he didn't. He ran again to Eli. Now notice that God only said those three words to Samuel. I mean, why didn't God say, Samuel, here, Samuel, it's me, it's not Eli. Why didn't God just tell him that in the beginning? Why didn't he? Why? I mean, God could have said that too, right? Uh, Samuel, it's I, the Lord. It's not that fat priest over there. It's me. Yeah. No, God could have said that. But this is the way God deals with us. You see? Because he, he wants something to wake up inside of us. Let me show you here what happens. Samuel goes again to Eli. Samuel regresa a Eli. And this time Eli finally gets it. He says, verse 9, <coughs> yeah, or verse, last part of verse 8, and Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Wow, great revelation, right? Yeah, I mean, wow, he really got it now. He really figured it out. Verse 9, Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go and lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, now listen to this. 
At least Eli had this right. He got this right. He understood one thing. What he said here is very important. He's, he's saying basically, Samuel, it's God that's speaking to you. But he won't continue speaking to you until, and listen to this now, he won't continue speaking to you until you say these words to him hasta que digas estas palabras a él. thy servant hears a tu siervo escucha. you got that? Hmm? Eli got hmm? that part right Eli, esto, esto estaba correcto. I'm sure inside he's thinking that's probably why God hasn't spoken to me for such a long time because I've never said that to him but he understood this Pero él entendió. he said Samuel Samuel, God's calling you. Dios te llama. He's trying to speak to you. Está de but he won't say anything else Pero él no va a decir nada más. until you answer in this manner. Hasta que le así. Say these words to him, Samuel, que next time he calls you. Dile estas la que te llame. Speak, Lord, Habla, Señor. for thy servant heareth. Tu right? Thy servant heareth and the moment you say that God will be able to talk to you something new and fresh did you get that? the moment you're saying to God Lord speak to me because I want to do it then he can speak to you because it's the word of life. Es la de vida. It's the word of life. Es la de vida. God doesn't want to just give you the knowledge. Dios no solo darte el he wants to give you the word of life. Darte la de vida. He wants to give you life inside to do it. Darte vida para See, with every word God gives us, we already studied this, with every word, it's called the word of grace, with every word he speaks to us, there is grace to be performed in our life. Con cada palabra que Dios te da, como estudiamos la palabra de gracia, ¿no? con cada palabra hay gracia que Él te da para llevarlo a cabo pero no hay manera que Dios pueda hablar nada más a nosotros a menos que podamos decir speak Lord habla thy servant is listening tu siervo escucha not just listening no solo escuchar but I want to do it Lord sino de decir quiero hacerlo you know what James says let's turn over to James and we'll finish with this and I guess we'll have to continue again next week or whenever I get back if we there's, there's still more about the word of life that I want to share with you so we can get the difference we can understand the difference but I want to show you James says there's a great deception in church people love to hear the word of God there's a lot of hearers Muchos, uh, oidores, very few doers pero pocos hacedores. and he says this in James chapter 1 he says this in James chapter 1 verse 1 we can just start with verse um, verse 22 verse 22 We'll finish with this verse. He says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. Dice Santiago, el verso 22, dice, 
Pero sed hacedores de la palabra y no tan solamente oidores, engañándoos a vosotros mismos. See, the difference is between where we receive that word is it in our soul or in our spirits? La diferencia es dónde recibimos esa palabra, nuestra alma o espíritu. Which tree do we eat of? ¿De qué árbol comemos? Tree of life or the tree of knowledge? El árbol de la vida o del conocimiento. And believe me, the tree of knowledge is much, much easier to eat from than the tree of life. Y créeme que ese árbol del conocimiento es más fácil de comer and que can, el árbol de vida. We can actually think we're eating something when we're eating of that tree and yet not have any life in us at all. Podemos en verdad creer que estamos comiendo algo cuando comemos de ese árbol, pero en verdad no tener vida al todo. There, there are, the, uh, uh, religious, there's lots of demonic spirits that bother people. Y hay muchos quizás espíritus demoníacos que, que, que agobian a las personas. There's spirits of perversion, there's spirits of lying, there's spirits of, of there's spirit for every kind of fleshly lust that exists. Y encontramos espíritus de perversión, de, uh, de mentira, toda clase de espíritus, ¿no? Para diferentes. Uh, uh, yeah, whatever lust there is. A cada quizás um, Concupiscencia que conocemos. But the, re, the demon of religion. Pero el, este demonio de religión is the worst of all. Quizás sea el peor de todos. It's the worst of all. El peor de todos. A religious spirit. Es un espíritu religioso. It's the worst of all. El peor de todos. Because of the person having it. Porque la persona que lo tiene actually thinks they're doing God's service. En verdad piensa de que hace un favor a Dios. And it's very hard to discern the difference. Y es difícil discernir la diferencia. Unless we let that sharp scalpel of God's word come and divide between our soul and spirit. A menos que quizás ese bisturí filoso de Dios venga y divida, no haga ver la diferencia. James says, if you're not going to do it, you're just deceiving yourselves by hearing it only. Y Santiago nos dice, dice, si no vas a hacerlo, te estás engañando a ti solamente. And, and he goes on in verse 23. Y en el verso 23 continúa. If any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who beholds his face in a mirror. Dice que si alguno es oidor de la palabra, pero no hacedor de ella, este es semejante al hombre que considera sus, uh, en un espejo su rostro natural. He looks at himself. Se ve a sí mismo. But the moment he turns away, he forgets what kind of a person he is. See, unless you look in the mirror, you can, you can see all the specks and you know, dust and marks on a person's face and their hair is messed up. You say, wow, you're messed up today, brother. And they say, well, you better look in the mirror because you've got some, some stuff on your face. Your egg's on your face there too right now, you know. <laughs> That's a spirit of religion where we can see the faults in everyone else. And we can't see it in ourselves. And we deceive ourselves. And it's harder, the longer those spirits are in us, the harder it is to discern the difference. Y mientras más espíritu está en nosotros, lo más difícil que es discernir la diferencia. The only way is to let that God continue to break that vessel like he spoke to us today let him break that cup break it and shatter it in pieces but we're not holding on to anything of our own religion it says this in verse in verse 25 
Y el verso 25 dice, Whoever looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in what he does. Verso 25 dice que más el que mira atentamente en la perfecta ley, la de la libertad y persevera en ella, no siendo oidor olvidadizo, sino hacedor de la obra, este será bienaventurado en lo que hace. The greatest deception of all is deceiving ourselves. Y el mayor engaño de todos es engañarnos a nosotros mismos. Where we, Jesus says, if that light in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? En que Jesús dice, si esa luz dentro de ti es tiniebla, entonces cuán grande es la tiniebla, ¿no? The difference is a doer of the word and a forgetful hearer of the word. La diferencia entonces entre uno que es hacedor de la palabra y otro que es olvidadizo de la palabra. One of the things I've always exercised that I've always tried to maintain at least in my life is trying to remember what God's speaking. Algo que he mantenido en mi vida como un ejercicio a tratar de hacerlo es de recordar lo que Dios está hablando. How many times we leave the church after hearing a message we have and then someone asks us what was the message about? Well, let me see it. Um, something from the Bible. ¿Cuántas veces que salimos de la iglesia alguien te pregunta de qué fue el mensaje? Bon, algo de la Biblia. Sí. Forgetful hearers. Ol, oidor olvidadizo. ¿no? That's what happened. Eli couldn't hear the word of God. Eli no podía oír la palabra de Dios. He had all the religion. Tenía toda la religión. He had all the rituals. Todos los rituales. Everybody looked up to him. He was the spiritual leader. Todos le miraban a él. Era el, el, el líder espiritual. But he didn't know God's word. Pero no conocía la palabra de Dios. Samuel. Samuel heard the word of the Lord Escuchó la palabra de Dios. the moment he said speak Lord El momento que él dijo, Habla, Señor. for thy servant is listening Porque tu siervo escucha. amen let's all stand Vamos a estar de pie. song we sing Lord change my heart O oh God whisper from your word just speak even quietly but let me be able to hear it Lord change my heart O oh God Lord spoke to us today about let, that he wanted to break our vessels and smash And, uh, and, and, and break that vessel into little pieces. So that he could give us a new, shall we call it a wine skin. So that he can give us new wine. Because yesterday's wine is already old. 
The Bible, Jesus says very clearly that, you know, when people are used to drinking the old wine, they've tasted it, they don't want the new wine because they say the old is better. One sign about a religious spirit is that they don't want to change. They want to keep things the same always. They want the same pattern. They want to do things like they've always been used to it. And, and that's what a religious spirit is like. He wants to give us new wine. Not just once a day, not just once a year rather, or once during revival service, but every day, every morning, fresh manna, fresh wine. Let's sing this song. Let's tell the Lord we want to be changed. We want a new heart. We want to hear Him speak to us. We want to say, Lord, speak for Thy servant heareth. Change my heart, O God. Fill me with Your Spirit. Take away the tears that drive me far from You. Whisper from Your Word. Help my heart to hear it. Fill me with desires to follow Cambia mi corazón, lléname con tu espíritu, quita de mi deseos que me distraen de ti. Con tu palabra, háblame, ayúdame a escucharla, lléname con no importa por donde me guías, no importa cómo me pruebas, yo que me puedes ayudar a crecer y obedecer. No importa dónde me guías, no importa cómo me que me puedes ayudar a crecer y a perecer. Change my heart, oh God. Change my heart, oh God. Fill me with your spirit. Take away desires that drive me far from you. Whisper from your word, help my heart to hear it, fill me with desires to follow you, fill me with 
fill me with desires to follow you. Fill me with desires to follow you. Amen, Lord. Lord, we know we need to be changed. Señor, sabemos que sabemos que necesitamos ser cambiados. Lord, we don't want to stay the same, Lord. No queremos permanecer lo mismo. Help us to discern when these spirits of Antichrist come and keep us from changing day from day by day. Ayúdanos a discernir cuando ese espíritu de Anticristo viene y nos impide de cambiar de cada día a día. We don't want to just learn about Jesus. No queremos simplemente aprender de Jesús. We want to know Him. No más queremos conocerlo. We want to be eating from that tree of life, drinking from the rivers of living water. We want to hear those words of life. Speak, Lord. And even though many times we really don't want to hear, Lord. Maybe it's because it's the same old thing we know we're going to hear over again. Quizás porque es la misma cosa que no queremos oír nuevamente. But today, Lord, at least in all simplicity, all honesty, Lord, we say, Lord, we want you to make us willing. Pero por lo menos hoy, Señor, con toda simplicidad y honestidad, queremos decirte que estamos dispuestos, Señor, a que uh, queremos que nos hagas estar dispuesto. We know inside of as many times there's nothing but disobedience to you. Sabemos que adentro muchas veces no hay nada más que desobediencia a ti. But today we ask you, Lord, we want to be made willing to say like Samuel said, speak, for thy servant is listening. Help us to love your word. Help us to love it, Lord. Pray, Lord, that as you've spoken to us already, such precious words, Lord, that we would hold on to those words by being doers of them. Thank you for blessing, Lord. Gracias por tu bendición. Those that are here today, even those that weren't able to make it, send your word to them too. Quienes están acá y aún quienes no han podido estar hoy, Señor, envíes tu palabra también a ellos. This is the day, Lord. Y este es hoy el día. These are the last times. Los últimos días, los últimos tiempos. Give us ears to hear, Lord. Give us ears to hear. Danos, Señor, oídos para oír. And a heart to obey. Un corazón para obedecer. In Jesus' precious name. En el nombre precioso de Jesús. Amen. Take and seal that word up in your heart today. Don't let these moments be the last time you think on it. Let God speak to you throughout this week. In Proverbs it says, Lord, your word wakes me up in the morning. It guides me in the way. And it speaks to me while I sleep. It watches over me while I sleep. Let God's word be like that for you this week. And uh, we will be having a meeting this Wednesday night at 
7.30. We'll be gathering right here at 7.30 on Wednesday night. When we got some urgent needs we do need to be praying about and just taking to the Lord. Actually it's some exciting things God's going to do. And our reason for praying is just so that we can be a part of what God wants to do. So we'll have our prayer meeting this Wednesday night at 7.30. Amen. God bless you. Greet one another in His love. Saludados unos a otros del amor de Él.